How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Hello, this <laughs> is Sandra. Hey, Dean. The one and only. Dean Young. Sandra Carusi. Oh, the one and only Dean Young. Yeah, that's Yeah, true. what happened this week? What's going on? Kathy Griffin. Are we still talking about that? I don't know. We can. Why is this a big, like, what'd you think? She cut off the president's head. What do I think? Mm-hmm. About like, was it blown out of proportion? Mm-hmm. I think it was a stupid thing to do. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know why it was like that. For right. Me. I'm sure a lot. Do you of think it was publicity it. stunt? Mm-hmm. It could have been. We're gonna ask. It could have been. We right? could probably get her on this show. Really, before <laughs> that point? happened, we probably could have. Now you know I what? Know. I actually I liked her. I like her stuff. Some of her stuff. Yeah. 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 It should be fun to get. I think we we should try that. Because yeah. we have such success. she's uh, Her time opened up. She got fired from CNN. So Yeah, so we could get her New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we pr- at a cut rate of <laughs> Hakeem Optical money, <laughs> we could get her now. Um, and we got some gigs coming. We'll talk about that later. Okay. And uh, we have a really good, really good show today. We have a, always a good show. Yeah. Like, I always say that. And then I don't want to- like, And it usually is. Yeah, I'm not going to say always. We've got a couple of stinkers. That's a big deal, though. Yeah. Whenever there's a publicist in the room, that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she speaks on their behalf. And then I'm just going to look at her every time I have to ask a question. Well, you should. Yeah. She's holding a gun at Is us. she? I know. <laughs> well, that's the voice of Eric Toth. And uh, the other voice you haven't heard yet, Pat Thornton. Yes. Yeah. There it is. That voice. They, um, my kitchen could be anything. That's the new show. We're going to hear about it. Pat Thornton is a Canadian Screen Award nominated comedian. Sketch performer, writer, and actor appeared on Satisfaction, Sunnyside, which I love, Spun Out, Royal Canadian Air Force, and Everyone's Famous, and the web series, including Space Janitors. Recently had the lead role in the Toronto-produced Filth City. He's also founding member of Toronto's long-running sketch collective, The Sketchersons. Very popular. Welcome, Pat Thornton. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Eric Toth is a writer-director with credits including Still Standing, Bill and Sons Towing, and The Imponderables. And I said that all by myself. You did. Look at that. And the co-creator of the new fantasy comedy series, My Kitchen Can Be Anything. And the show is shot entirely in Pat Thornton's kitchen, but takes place anywhere but his kitchen. The 15-episode CBC original series is currently streaming on cbc.ca and CBC Comedy's YouTube channel. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. That was this, a meaty intro. We yeah. like that? Wonderful. It, well, they're, they got a lot. You guys are pretty I, meaty guys. Can we rent you to every time we walk into a room? Read that off? I'll just intro you at parties, kitchen parties. Hey. I want to hear about this show. Okay. Tell me. Pat, it's in your okay. kitchen. Yeah, it is his. And kitchen. Eric, it's in my kitchen, and it's uh, it's basically a series of like surreal sketches where we just pretend that the kitchen is something else. Like something. Uh, there's an episode, my kitchen is a, a car rental agency, and then somebody <laughs> comes in uh, and and tries to rent a car for me, and we're both acting completely like we're in a car rental agency. <laughs> Uh, but um, but I asked to see his his ID and he hands me a slice of cheese <laughs> <laughs> and we use different like uh, kitchen kitchen stuff, stuff uh, as real things or as props and we don't address it in any way. It's just because we're lazy. 
<laughs> Eric Toth, where did you, how do you write for something like this? Uh, this is very easy to write for. Is it? Yeah. Because this is what my brain is all the time, just in this surreal <laughs> fantasy land where nothing really makes sense. Right. It could be whatever you want it to be. That's right. Uh, but it, uh, it's a it's a fun series because there there's we sort of purposely gave ourselves a lot of limitations and then sort of with that sort of pressure we sort of figured what we can come up with so mm-hmm. that's why we use a microphone or a microwave for a speaker box <laughs> spatulas are tools of course it's very weird there's one episode where his kitchen is a spacecraft. And another one where it's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> so like, you really need your imagination for this show. Yeah, it, it's so out of the box. And it's great now because I think you really have to go there if you want a show to take off. Like you have to be out there because everything seems like it's been done almost. Like, well, yeah, Pat was saying that earlier is like if that this is what makes the show original, like sketch has been done over and over and over countless times. Mm hmm. This is just a new twist on it. And you need a both... backdrop, new backdrop. Yeah. Yeah, if we had done it in a bunch of different locations that actually serve the material, then it would just feel like a regular sketch show. But by getting rid of all the effort involved in, in sourcing <laughs> locations, we uh, we put it in a kitchen and, and made it its own thing. So it's um, it's a CBC original series streaming on cbc.ca. Mm-hmm. And CBC's Comedy's YouTube channel. Yeah. Yes, very hot now, right? Like, CBC's done really... Yeah, it's what attracted us to them in the first place. They were making a lot of stuff and giving a lot of people chances and Mm -hmm. making a lot of original content and some Mm -hmm. unique stuff. And it really, like, we knew that was happening and we Mm -hmm. sort of wanted to talk to them. And the digital side allows you to be weirder, which is very good for us. Yes. Can you swear? Even though it's CBC? Uh, we of don't. course, my question. We AD. don't, yeah. but we didn't ask if we could. Yeah, we've just purposely left left it out. <laughs> just be safe. Yeah. Well, was was that the idea at first? Were you guys sort of like, okay, we want to come up with something to pitch to them? Or was this like an idea that you guys were working on and just sort of shopped it to them later on? It was sort of to pitch something to them. We, yeah. uh, we knew that they were making a lot of stuff and we wanted to, to make something. And we, we literally pitched something that we thought was going to be simple and yeah. that we could like get made mm-hmm. um and it still took us a while to talk them into it and get it made but it was uh but it worked out so. yeah that was definitely at the core of it is like let's make something for them and how can we make this as production friendly as possible yes so that's sort of where we started this is yeah. key we want to talk more about that because when we are on inside jokes we get behind the joke behind the show and find out how you get your stuff to air mm-hmm. and this is great tips for uh For everybody out there, we're going to talk more after the break with Pat Thornton and Eric Toth from the hit CBC hit My Kitchen Can Be Anything. More with Dean Young and myself, Santa Cruz, on Inside Jokes Talk Radio, AM 640. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. This is uh, Inside Jokes. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. No, those are a great bunch of commercials, by the way. Yes. Right? What Don't you feel like buying stuff? <laughs> You're what a, a batch of commercials. Your you eyes can have it all. With yeah. Hakeem Optical. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You should try it. Fashionable eyewear. And you know what else? When you want to buy real estate, Holly Garby Penny. <laughs> At Bosley Real Estate. Well, hey, let's say you're looking for a new house with a nice kitchen where you yeah. can film a TV series. <laughs> there Holly you go. Holly Garby Penny is your lady. We got Do you one know of what? Those. It was Eric Toth who just coming out of the break said, 
hey, great bunch of commercials. That's someone who's thinking. And what we were saying before the break is how do you get something to air these days? And there's obviously some thought that, of course, as artists, you want to be true to your product and what you want to create. But somewhere in there, you can't be full artist. You got to be someone. Do you want to work or you want to do art? It was one of those, right, Eric? Mm -hmm. You're not in here going, yep, I wanted to create something for audiences. Uh, well, I'm not sure. Like, I think Pat and I just really like we have a similar sensibility and I think we just wanted to express that as much as possible. So I, like we definitely didn't make the most marketable show in the world. It's a little bit weird. It takes a lot of explaining. And uh, <laughs> the, the what was that pitch like, by the way? <laughs> I, like, it's not a pl- it's not based on anything political. It's not satirical by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. It's just pure surrealism. And the premises are like very unique and hard, almost hard to explain at times. But what we are excited about with the series is that with the world as just on fire as it is right now, <laughs> uh, we are happy that we're offering something that's just total escapism. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. <laughs> which is so nice. Needed, which yeah. is so nice, and that was delivered as well. Like, yeah, that's where we exist and. Yeah. You're safe over here. Come with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, Seinfeld, that's what was signed, the whole yeah. premise behind that. And and what's great about this, it's not like Seinfeld, but it's another way to just escape, right? And mm-hmm. using a very unique way. Now, you guys have um, a lot of guest stars. Look at you. Peter Gallagher from, po- did I say that right? Murdoch Callahan. Mysteries? Callahan. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I say every name wrong, by the way, as a rule. Okay. You didn't Italianize that. No, time, I know. Caligano. <laughs> I'm not done yet. Caligano. I'm not no. done yet. Aurora. It was Aurora on the red or green. It's Italian. Aurora nice. Brown, Baroness Van Sketch. That's kind of very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Ennis Esmer from You, Me, Her. Craig Lauser. Has he been on the, on the show, Craig, from Air Force? Nope. Oh, I thought not he was. Yet. No, we had Alan Park. We on. did. Yeah. Kathleen Phillips, fifth. Filth City and Sunnyside, and Miguel Rivas, the Beaverton, and more. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny too. Like CBC right now is a great example of of the networks really tapping into this whole new wave of comedy writers right now and creating this stuff on a dime. Right, all this new digital content that they're rolling out, uh, all these satire pieces, all these articles that they're doing right now. They're really putting a lot of writers to work right now mm-hmm. in the last couple of years mm-hmm. so i Which mean is nice yeah and i mean this is a great example of that right going to them with a pitch and and sort of just going here's this is like scandinavian minimalism yeah yeah you know completely <laughs> just like one location no props yes. no budget <laughs> what more do you want yeah that's so attractive to networks boy no cost well it worked pat uh yeah. thornton were you just sitting in your kitchen one day and go wow this would be really cool to come up with a sketch show in my kitchen is that kind of like you're making a grilled yeah. cheese sandwich and you looked around and went, this should be our car rental agency. <laughs> he, he was he was looking for the easiest commute to work <laughs> as possible. There you go. That's so funny. I just love it because it just goes to show you could do anything and that we should all as artists kind of broaden our horizons. Yeah. Actually, not just as artists and no matter what you do in your job, I think we all have to be out of the box. And what we're doing to survive now. Well, yeah. And like, again, like we gave ourselves very little to work with. And that just forced us to work even harder creatively because we weren't relying on things. Mm -hmm. And really, and using, I mean, and using a microwave as a speaker box at a (laughs) drive-thru, for example, it's very static on screen, but it's an extra joke that you wouldn't have had if you spent all the money to find a proper speaker box or whatever, like... 
He signs for a parcel in one episode where his kitchen is his front porch. <laughs> so sometimes we go to the Grand Canyon. Sometimes <laughs> his kitchen is just his front porch. <laughs> <laughs> but a mailman uh, gives him a parcel and then asks him to sign for it, like with one of those digital little doohickeys with mm-hmm. the little pens and stuff that you usually yeah. sign for. But we're not going to get one of those. So we're all, we confined ourselves to anything in the kitchen. So... Instead, he just has like a block of butter and a meat thermometer, and he just sticks it in the butter and hands it back to him. <laughs> and then in post, we put a, like the cheesiest little beeping noise on it. So, oh my gosh! It's just an extra joke we wouldn't wouldn't have had yeah. if we had spent all that money, right? So. In one episode, someone hands me a business card, and it's just a spoon, and I put it in my wallet because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah. But even when you think of whose line is it anyway? I mean, we have to yeah. use our imagination with that. Um, but it's that kind of idea. Anything could be anything. Sometimes well, I yeah. use a prop. And- yeah, I mean, we do it in sk- live sketch all the time. We're constantly turning chairs into pieces of furniture. Yes. So or it really, boats. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not that different. Like we're just in respecting an audience's imagination. You can mm-hmm. sort of come on that journey. A stand-up needs a microphone. And that's it. And, yes. And you go everywhere where they take you. So. Right. So, Pat Thornton, Eric Toth, uh, comedy writers. Uh, do you guys do stand-up? I do, yeah. Yeah, Pat. Pat. Does, yeah. That's why I know Pat. But Eric, no? Just sketch, yeah. Just just sketch. Like, yeah. that's all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, because there are different skill levels on, Pat, you would know it's also stand-up, sketch, and writing, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to talk a lot more about comedy writing, actually. What, what are some of the qualities you guys respect in writers, Pat? Uh, I really respect follow-through. I like know a lot of like super talented people, but I really, really like the people that get scripts done. <laughs> oh, so um, they have these ideas, yeah, but they don't yeah, do. Yeah, yeah that's I've started uh, so many more things that I've finished. Um, <laughs> so I respect uh, people that finish. This. Well, what made you finish this then? Uh, well, um, it was get it was getting uh, interest, and it was uh, it was also collaboration. Uh, yeah, working with. Uh, when you work with somebody else, then you uh, then there's the accountability yes, of, of two course. people to get something done. Yes. <laughs> and Eric, quickly. Uh... Well, he's right. Like writing is basically loneliness. It's the same thing. If you're going to write something, you have to be willing to make time and space for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're, uh, you're on your own. So you have to get things out of the way and people out of your life so mm-hmm. you can commit yeah. yourself to that time. And that's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but collaborating, like Pat said, is... I mean, I think comedy works when it's collaborative more than anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you, that's you interesting. Know, you hold each other accountable and you make everything better. Yeah. And Dean Young one of uh, is a writer. And when you talk alone, that's the guy right there. He does a lot of writing. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And it's yeah, you do get sort of that feedback from collaborating that you don't you aren't able to give yourself. That's right? so important. It's good to have yeah. somebody else in the writer's room that comes in and takes you out of that box. Yeah. Any well, TV shows a room of like six to ten people. Yes. You know, like it, yeah, no one does it alone. Like The Simpsons, there's like eighteen writers. Yes. You might write the script, but twenty people touch it. Oh yeah. It. yeah. Oh yeah. So, Let's talk more about that comedy writing with Pat Thornton and Eric Toth from My Kitchen Can Be Anything, the new cbc.ca joke fest here on Inside Jokes, talk radio, AM 640. This is Kay Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Hakeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. This is Inside Jokes. 
Dean, you find that so funny. It's the I only do. time I make you laugh. Like, I'm on stage, I don't make you laugh, but now I make you laugh. Because I always think you're going to just launch right into, like, classic AM radio, like, and we're back! We're back. Well, that's you're coming. You're always, like, one step away from that. It's coming. Those, we're talking uh, about... Those commercials, on the other hand. <laughs> not my fave. Not my fave. The first commercials were better. <laughs> first commercials were way better. Yeah. That but batch. buy everything anyway. Whatever you hear, just buy it. Oh, yeah. The message is clear. Like but. against the grain, Irvin Tavern. We like them, too, for feeding us all yeah. the time here at Course Key. Well, Great they make patio, all the of way. their food yeah. in-house yeah. in their kitchen, which, their by kitchen. the way, can be anything. Can be anything. <laughs> maybe it's not a kitchen. We'll see maybe about that. Yeah. Maybe it's Porter Airlines uh, runway. I don't know. Um, so how do you start when you guys are... What's it going to be now? Like when you're thinking your kitchen could be anything, it's a backdrop for a sketch. Uh, where do you even start? Like just sometimes it's so broad that where do you start? They're they're hard to come up with because there's yeah. like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like they're not attached to anything, so there's no story in, that we can catch off a of CP24 and mm-hmm. be like, let's put a twist on that. Or <laughs> you see what uh, Donald Trump did? Let's uh, take a shot at him over there. Yeah. It's the weirdest stuff. Do you guys go there with the politics? No, never. Not no, yeah. no, you in, can't. In our, in our real lives, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a great point that Eric made, too, about just the pure escapism of this show. Because I think, you know, like during the Bush era, everybody was like, well, comedy is going to be our, our weapon to combat this. And it's ripe for satire. And I think right now it's almost too much. It's that's too much. Right? I'm Nobody, so. There's even clubs now. They're like, just like cool it with the Trump stuff. Yeah. Like, we don't need really? Trump jokes. All and night. we're just inundated with so much dark stuff every day. Like, yeah, we Trump is president. That's still terrifying to even say out loud. Right. And then it's just you go on social media. You're well, bombarded with so much negativity. Yeah. Not to tie this together, but. That night that he was getting elected somehow, mm-hmm. it felt like this weird dream. Like mm-hmm. it really yeah. didn't feel like a reality that I was ready for or a reality just in general. Yeah. And this show has that slant to it. It feels as surreal as Donald Trump becoming president and being president. Because because of what? The kitchen part? The backdrop part? Well, just it's sort of like the the premises are so weird and oh like, okay, it, you you wonder what level of consciousness you're in when you're watching them. Uh, we, we often thought of um, some of Charlie Kaufman's stuff, uh, yeah. like the seven and a half floor on being John Malkovich. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and it's that tonally. Okay, good. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Or is it more slapsticky? Not at all. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. it's really sort of subtle and strange. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. So there's a, because there's a, it's an acquired taste, this kind of comedy now. Like it's evolved mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. that I think if you're a fan of comedy, like of course all our listeners are at some capacity, that this will kind of challenge you going from all this Trump stuff we're hearing to something yeah. a little more intelligent and evolved, right? Yeah, it's highbrow stupidity. There yeah, you go. Yeah, we yeah. like highbrow yeah. stupidity. Yeah. Well, and it's, yeah, it's that sort of, you know, understated absurdism that's just like, this is the real world, but it's kind of not the real world and you forget about everything for a while because, yeah, there, there's a lot of polarizing things happening out in the world right now, not just the U.S., but there's a lot of social change that's going on. There's a lot of just violent dark things happening every day so it's Mm -hmm. great to be able to walk away from that and take a breath of fresh air and just go kind of live your life for one sketch at a time it's pretty uh, like there's like there's not a lot of swearing and stuff so we don't really get that you know edgy yeah in that sense okay so pat you're on filth city Mm -hmm. the lead role yes and it was a take on rob ford yeah i basically played a rob ford character named tom hogg and and I got some death threats on Twitter, but, uh, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. 
It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know when that the movie's just on a few screenings. I don't know when it's being released. Okay. Um, but it's uh, but when it does, check it out. It's really fun. And so, on a larger scale, because we were talking about this earlier about the Kathy Griffin, what do you guys both think about that, Eric? Uh, it's ridiculous. Like, this is the most publicity she's ever had in her life. <laughs> like, and he's done far more offensive things, like just passing certain laws when he got into uh, mm-hmm. office. Like, I think it was like the first week he passed a law where if you have some sort of uh, uh, mental illness, you don't need a check anymore to own a firearm. Yeah. And yeah. that's the worst thing I can think yeah. of. Like, there's so many shootings in America, and you took mm-hmm. out the one thing that Obama was able to put into place. Yeah. Like, that's more offensive than anything Kathy yeah. Griffin can ever do as a joke. It yeah. was also so crazy because they, uh, like, the media was calling him out on this, but, like, he stood beside Ted Nugent, <laughs> who yes. said he wanted to put a machine gun in Obama's mouth. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like this isn't worse than that. This yes. is just someone else. It's just on you this time. That's yes. all. Yeah, this is Kathy Griffin doing another bad joke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. So I didn't, like, yes, I don't thank think you. this is, like, so outrageous it's just kathy griffin doing what she does you know yeah. what i mean like she just wanted to get on the news and it worked we're still talking about her you know it, yep. like, it cost her some i think stuff was... this time because she didn't she didn't really have a gauge on on where the world was at i think yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the photographer who did this he's known for his out-of-the-box stuff too I mean, the reason I think it was a publicity stunt, why did he choose her to do this kind of artistic move, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was her driving it. And I just, I don't know. I still yeah. want her on the show, though. Yeah, so yeah, I'll yeah, pander yeah. to her, whatever she wants. Yeah, you We're going to have Kathy Griffin on the show, okay? I okay. feel like Don't the tell furthest, her what I said. Yeah. <laughs> the furthest that should have went was absolutely just, oh, okay, this is a comic that pushed it too far, maybe. Yeah. And that's it. Beyond that, who cares? Because, yeah, you have a president that's actually making real policies that are a lot more terrifying than some... Absolutely. Like, how is that too far? Like, he'll be Mm -hmm. responsible for killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk more with our cast here. Um, Our cast, is that right? Our panel? Pat Thornton, Karen Scott. They're cast. You're cast people. You're on TV. You have TV stuff. And Dean Young and me, even. Santa Cruz on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio, AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. <laughs> and we're back on Inside Jokes, talk radio AM 640, where we talk everything about the joke and inside, and just, just about stuff, even about news, evens. We're talking about, uh, with the guys from My Kitchen Can Be Anything, uh, Eric Toth and Pat Thornton, uh, comedic writers, sketch artists, even in a stand-up kind of guy pat thornton you're a stand-up guy man thank you do you miss it do you do it still i do stand-up still yeah 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 i know i'm so in tune with he's uh, all the, the market time. i know i heard i know because we promoted i just was trying you to... never went to one obviously you never went to one of pat's 24-hour shows oh no way for a couple oh years, yeah. yes that's right that's i know this. Hours. Yep. so yeah. you go and this is uh you do this with whom did it for the, you guys for the Stephen lewis foundation mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and i i would Stand on stage at the comedy bar for 24 hours and, and do stand-up. But um, well, comics would come and write for me. So they would write jokes and, and pass them up. It wasn't my own That's material. Awesome. For yeah. I know, hours. but still. But it, it was, was a blast. Sort of a charity actually. event. 
Yeah. So you stood there literally for 20, well, you must have got down. Did, I went to the bathroom a few times. No, but who went up for you? Nobody. Or you just had intermissions? Yeah, no, but it, was, it would be like a dance break. Wow. It was, it was great, actually, because you had the whole community come out. Like, there was people from stand-up and sketch and improv, and it's just the whole theater would be full of people coming and writing writing jokes and putting them into the bucket, basically, for Pat. And then you get these weird, like, almost sub-threads that would pop up, right? Like, recurring yeah. themes. Like, there was, like, a it horse to feel detective. like Twitter Live. Yeah, you know? like, it, was. it was. like That's awesome. Like, things would, uh, would uh, sort of start memes and stuff. Yeah, it was just like a writing exercise for everyone too. And you're not doing it anymore. I did it for five years, uh, and then, and then it, it was a scheduling thing that I stopped doing it. I might do it one more time. Uh, just uh, we're talking about your show. My kitchen can be anything, and I and you do your kitchen transform to whatever you want it to be. Whatever we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier, and I'm just wondering, as an Italian woman, <laughs> um, how important is it to you to have a clean kitchen when you're doing this? <laughs> Oh, it would it's the compelling questions you hear here. None yeah, of this yeah, Leslie yeah. Stahl stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, this there is no what plastic on the floors. No, this wasn't. I was. Uh, it was clean because um, because my wife wouldn't stand for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't going to show a dirty kitchen on TV. How long? Like when you uh, again? I just find it so incredibly creative to come up with something like this, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you were pitching it. Yeah. Um, how do you kind of bring that to life? To you have the treatment. How, we how actually we actually question. ended up shooting four episodes ourselves. Okay. Because we yeah. had been talking to CBC about it for a long time, and uh, and it just we just didn't feel like it was moving. So we uh, we're like, in case we can't explain what this is, yes. we'll just go shoot four of them. Yes. And we shot four of them, and then they're like, oh, yeah, this is great, and they bought 15 oh, great. more. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, that's so, we talked to so many creators on, on this show, and I think it's pretty well the message is fully out there. These days, when you want to pitch something, it should probably be done first. Shoot yeah. it. Yeah. It's shoot so it first. much easier to do that now, like yeah. especially something like this. It's obviously on a shoestring, and it's completely mm-hmm. concept-driven, So it's you, you and they have these digital avenues now, so you can actually bring in something that's sort of pre-packaged and just offer mm-hmm. it up and you have great writing behind it even this show uh was a podcast that i was doing off from oh, yeah. Chorus. so i worked for chorus in sales though mm-hmm. but to try and convince anyone that i could actually be on air would have been really difficult to do because uh, they don't like to hear me talk mostly um <laughs> no but i was on air 25 years ago and i was doing comedy 25 years ago but to put people in that headspace it was hard so i did this off-site podcast and then brought it to them and again i think now we're at a time where everybody programmers and everybody has to really hear or see something already done um, because now we have it available to us to do it. There's no excuse, really. This is yeah. where the director says the cliche word vision. But yes. <laughs> like for us, we were able, to, we created what we wanted. Yes. Like from start to finish on our own and delivered it to them. So this is what we want. See, that's great because then they don't tamper with what your vision was for the program. It was well, excellent cause, because then they bought 15 episodes. Yes. And, uh, and we would like send them scripts and they just had no notes. They just loved the show already. They were like, no, this will work. This will work. This is great. Whereas if we had developed something with them from the beginning, they would have much more opinions about what yes. it should be. Right? Yes. 
for and better for better or for worse. But yes. like we were able to conceptualize it and then deliver what exactly we yeah. had in mind. And we don't I just want to be clear, we're not trashing programmers and stuff when we talk no, they, like that. I think when people they, when you're not in the business, just so we're clear. People oh, in the business in, get it. Just yeah. encouraging artists. Yes, yeah. 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 yes, yeah. that's they're, it. They were trying to get their vision out there. Yeah. That's because we all want it to be the way we want it to be. Yeah. And uh, I mean we started the show by saying no, you know, it could be modified for audiences the way you guys created it. Because we do want a broad audience, especially when we're talking about CBC yeah. or chorus or whatever. Um, so that's all very important. Uh, Dean, what well, you and I, I think it's also a function of how much differently networks operate now, too, because mm -hmm. everything is slimmed down. So every every network is running with like a sort of skeleton crew of people now. We don't have the resources necessarily to go and create this stuff from scratch. So they kind of want these you know, indie content creators and producers to be bringing stuff in that's like half fleshed out and half finished. Yeah. And well, then they take it from there. Yeah, we know there's a, a couple uh, networks in the States that we in touch with from time to time. And that's exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, like Comedy Central, for example, they're, they're exclusively looking for creator-driven series. Yeah. So if you look at like Broad, C Broad City and all, all those series, they're from people who have already created this stuff. And they their goal or their mandate is to find out what, in comedians' minds and get that to screen yeah. for them. So they're really enabling that process that you just spoke of. And I think here in Canada, especially like this series is a great example. You know, we always talk about we don't have that star system mm -hmm. here. Yeah. But instead we have that creativity system. We have that content system. So mm -hmm. that's the way stuff gets made and stuff gets picked up because we know we aren't necessarily household names in Canada but we do have the talent base here wow. still, so it's entirely concept, right? JFL this year. We're going to talk about that after the break. <laughs> Woo! A lot of big names coming in. Yeah. Uh, this is Santa Cruz on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio, AM 640. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Talk Radio, AM 640. Pants optional. Inside tokes right here. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about. I like that you say that because no one listening to this show right now knows that we were talking about weed during the break. <laughs> we were talking about Alan Park. You guys don't even know Pat and I are high. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Pat these, Thornton. These people just came back from hearing your eyes can have it all. <laughs> Inside tokes. Yeah. Inside tokes. Pat Thornton, Eric Toth here. Uh, my Kitchen Can Be Anything, the big sketch show on cbc.ca and the CBC Comedy Channel on YouTube. And we're talking about all kinds of stuff. And uh, JFL just announced their Montreal uh, 2017 lineup. And Pat, you were in JFL last year. That's right. Which show were you on? I did a, I taped a special there last year for Comedy Network called That's, Different Times. Yes, very exciting. Yeah. So I did that at Club Soda. Yes, that's a great venue. I like yeah. Club Soda. I like mm -hmm. watching everything at Club Soda. And um, and Eric, you were there because you were writing for the Elevator show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been there uh, as a performer. I've been there as an artist mm -hmm. and, and industry. So I've been all over the place. With and that, that elevator at the Hyatt is like notoriously the slowest elevator in Canadian. Yeah, I know. We I didn't tried make to... too many friends <laughs> filming a talk show. In yeah, I know. I tried hotel. to get to my <laughs> hotel's elevator floor. Well, I know. Thank God it was slow because anytime I was on the same floor as Blake Griffin from the NBA and his room was across from mine. Uh -oh. So I always try to jump him like in the elevator. Yeah. And um, 
he just called security only a couple times. So, you know, Not a big bad. guy like that, like, you know. Yeah, just a couple times. That's I talk, fine. well, I talk. Good stats for an NBA guy. Right? <laughs> like what? He can't take Italian chick on? Come on. 30 points, 11 rebounds, two calls <laughs> to the security desk. We were talking earlier because on the break, because I did the updates on global uh, Montreal for JFL, right? And we were talking about at JFL, Eric, I think you said we're up all night. Like, oh, that's yeah. just the way it goes there, right? Because yeah. the shows go on all night. I felt like I said goodnight to these guys. It was like 2.30 in the morning. I was the wimp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. You don't want to leave the party because yeah. you're the idiot, right? Yeah. And the party's like, and they're full bore at 4 a.m. Like, oh, yeah. it's not like it's dying down. Like, it's packed. Because comedians are so nocturnal, I think, right? Yeah. Because you're doing the shows and such. And um, it was so much fun. And what a lineup this year, too. Um, Seinfeld is going to make uh, his Canadian debut, I think. Jerry? Jerry. Not Steinfeld. I, I was saying... Uh, <laughs> Haley Steinfeld yeah. from True Grit will be there. No, but Jerry Seinfeld and Gad Elmahel. Emily. Yeah. That's exciting. Elmahel. Yeah, I had to ruin him, too. <laughs> uh, Trevor Noah... Uh, quite the lineup, uh, Sugar Sammy, which yep. is great. He was on here uh, last year. Man, I still remember. He was doing a French show. Montreal's Sugar Sammy. Montreal's Sugar Sammy. He can close down like an entire yes. street. Oh, yeah. Do you remember last yeah. year, which yeah. he did? Everyone's like, who's yeah. up there? The Bruce Springsteen? PK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. it's Sugar Sammy. He's right. doing his going away show or something. Yeah. yeah. Like a million people out in the streets. Everyone. And Rick Mercer's there this year, Howie Mandel. I don't know who do you, who's uh, your favorite comic, Pat Thornton. Um, I, really I meant like... to say that Pat Thornton's my favorite. Comic. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so second, I'm, I'm a big Andy Kindler fan. Yeah. Oh yes, oh my uh, god, I can't fun. get enough of him. Like his jokes aren't even good. It's just him like throwing away the joke after or yes. being offended that he just I can't breathe when I'm watching. He Andy does the Kindler. state of the industry him. at yeah. uh, every year. And... He's funny all the time. Though. Yeah, yes. yeah. I've interviewed him like four times well, now, he... and he's just I, I got to keep up right with him. Oh, his energy is insane. Yeah, he has a great relationship too, actually. With with like the Toronto comedy scene, like yes. he talks up comedy bar a lot. He loves coming here. He works he's fantastic. With a lot of people here, Pat included. Like yeah, and he's and Eric. Who's your favorite comic? Jeez, uh, like of all time, maybe Mitch Hedberg. Really? Yeah, I don't hear that name much. But like Netflix is killing it right now for the specials, which yes. is oh, an yeah. old Just for Last programmer, Robbie Pra is working for Netflix now. Oh, there you but, go. Yeah, Sarah. Uh, so Sarah Silverman's special is amazing. Mm-hmm. So is Norm McDonald. Yes, yeah. I love so Norm McDonald. To... He's going to be on this show, Norm. You don't know that, but you are. <laughs> oh, his special is so good. Yes, I big fan of Norm McDonald too. Well, we'll talk more after the break with Eric. Uh, I was going to say Eric Thornton, <laughs> Eric uh, Toth, and Pat Thornton here sure. on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM six forty. Team up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey you, I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. We talked before about getting your finances in order for buyers. Well, today's tip is for sellers to get their finances in order before they list, including a conversation about bridge financing. What do you mean? In today's hot market, make sure that you're not walking away from a fabulous offer just because the closing date is a couple of days or weeks later than the closing date of the property you already purchased. It's not as costly as you think, and it'll give you some peace of mind with pre-approved bridge financing options. For anyone that I can help, call or email me with any questions. 
Call her now, HGP at bosleyrealestate.com, 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Inside Jokes, the show about comedy, and nothing says comedy like the Food Truck Festival in Vaughn. Going on. The Food Truck <laughs> Festival in Vaughn. <laughs> I love, you know, sometimes... You know you've made it. Sometimes it's like, you know, sponsors that you know, it's like a, such and such, the Hyatt Hotel or the or Hakeem Optical or Bosley yeah, Real Estate. Radisson Admiral. Sometimes it's just, I think, a restaurant Sandra went to yesterday <laughs> and she's like related so to them. Yeah. So what? Take a They get butterfly kisses photography and couple of films. Both get plugs for doing my big fundraiser. They did that. Yeah, that's said. true. Call them. They do good jobs. But the Vaughn Food Truck Festival... Uh, which is happening Father's Day weekend, June 16 to yeah. 18, uh, is a lot of good food. Lot what of good what kind of stuff can we can we get out there? The gringos. At the, at the VFTF? Yes. <laughs> See, Eric knows all about it. They're going to have cover bands with U2, Aerosmith, Bon Jovi, Led Zeppelin, and, and then some comics like Ooh. Mark Anthony and Lenny Corrado. Are and, they going to have uh, cover comics? Cover comics, <laughs> the band. People come in and do other people's yeah. That yeah. is brilliant. That is brilliant, guys. Eric Toft, so you Carlos Mencia, keep that idea. Keep that idea in the room. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just Frank Spadone was here earlier. I was just gonna say he, there was a gig he couldn't make that I did, and I said I was just because everybody was asking for him. I was just gonna do his material. Can you imagine what showing up like vaguely dressed as <laughs> Frank Spadone and so doing like, his jokes? No, I'm Frank Spadone. <laughs> Frank Spadone, like uh, Pat Thornton no. as Frank Spadone. Yeah, yeah. Frank Spadone. and just deny the whole time. Just be like, no, I am Frank Spadone. <laughs> I am him. No, I am him. Just watch just i got this i'm him you'll know me by my jokes i'm gonna do <laughs> see it's this brilliance of eric <coughs> toth and pat thornton on their show my kitchen could be anything yeah that's been a fun show here with some really good content creators yeah thanks guys check Woo. out their show my kitchen could be anything pat thornton eric toth and uh, it's a fun if you like comedy you will like this because uh, it challenges you but not so much it's just escapism is what it is it's just Gets really you good out of comedy the horrible world the same we live yeah. stuff yeah, yeah. 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 on cbc.ca check that out uh, I want to thank Courtney and Techie Tom and Dean even you I'll thank why not oh thanks uh, and all of you for listening please Let's not forget Hakeem Optical Hakeem yeah. Optical that you can have it all your eyes and you know what specifically when you put on Hakeem Optical it helps you see comedy better it'll even help you see the Vaughn Food Truck Festival better yeah. if you actually just June 16 to the 18th your eyes can have it all but your face can <laughs> Boy, Eric, you're quite the com advertising writer. The comedy writer is what your next gig is going to be. I'm Sandra Carusi. You can follow me too, Sandra underscore Carusi on Insta and Twitter, or even on Facebook, Sandra Carusi Official. Or in Thank real you. life. Just in follow real me life, around. Uh, the Vaughn Food Truck. Nobody else does. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. This is Inside Jokes Talk Radio, AM 640. Hi, it's Techie Tom, and it's time for this week's comedy listings. Bob and Doug McKenzie are back for a live reunion June 12th at the Second City Toronto. Rick Moranis is back and Dave Thomas. Don't miss that. Also going on at the Second City, everything is great again. On June 13th to 17th and Canada, the thinking man's America, June 12th and 16th. And don't miss Gilmore Girl Prov, Thursdays at 9 p.m. at Comedy Bar and the Comedy Tron Cat Show, Season 1, Episode 5. And catch Rob Ross at Toronto Yuck Yucks, June 14th. <laughs>
Hi there, I'm Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chatto, and we're from the comedy troupe The Frantics. You might remember us from our long-running CBC radio show Frantic Times, or our TV show The Frantics, Four in the Floor. Over the years, we have recorded hundreds of our comedy shows, and now... Thanks to modern technology... We have assembled the very best bits and started a podcast we call The Best of Frantic Times. It is, and it's free. Find us on the Google, just search The Frantics Podcast, and start downloading the best of frantic times. Boot to the head! To the head! And now for your Comedy Rx, this week featuring Pat Thornton. Hey, I know you guys are all looking at me and you're like, wait a minute, is this guy's whole deal that he's a tall baby? Because <laughs> I'm shaped like a baby, right? And of course I have this baby nose. You know how when you're little, you have a baby nose? And somewhere along the way, that nose falls off and you get your adult nose. Well, that didn't happen to me, so I still got this guy. It's okay, it makes me a very rare breed. I'm a truly adorable man. Gives me magic powers like a baby or a puppy or a teddy bear. Basically, most girls like me like the maximum amount you can like something without wanting to have sex with it, so. The maximum amount, though, that's pretty good. I, uh, I'm like a live-action Winnie the Pooh, ladies and gentlemen. My brother asked me one time what I did during the day, and I was like, you know, I'm like Winnie the Pooh. I just sort of wander around discovering things, seeking out sweets, getting trapped in places. Hey, do you know how many balloons is too many balloons? I do. I got stuck in a tree that time. Another amazing Comedy Rx to wrap up our show. Thanks again, Dean Young, Techie Tom, and our intern, Courtney, for all the help. And you can check me out on Instagram or Twitter at Sandra underscore Carusi or on Facebook, Santa Carusi Official. And uh, check us out on social media for the show at Inside Joke 640. We welcome your feedback. Thanks for listening each and every week. I'm Santa Carusi, and you've been listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640.